Hello, my name is Hio North, your host, and welcome to the podcast Healing with Grace. If you're here wanting to know how to build upon the foundations of Jesus Christ for healing your trauma, then you are in the right place. So welcome. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to the podcast Healing with Grace. Okay, so just a little um a little transparency here. <laughs> I am recording this podcast episode in my car. I'm in the carpool lane and I am here at the middle school picking up my kiddos, but it's not going to happen for another 30 more minutes. And since my day is packed, I thought, you know, I might as well just take all my stuff and record a podcast in my car. So just letting you know right now, because if that doesn't sit with well with you if that doesn't jive with you you have total permission to unsubscribe and not follow me at all it will not hurt my feeling because more than anything whatever choices that you're making i want it to resonate with you i want it to be sustaining for you i want it to benefit you and if listening to me as i'm recording this podcast in the car is not sustainable it's not beneficial it's giving you mind drama then you know what you can totally unsubscribe from me and it's totally okay i honor you and i respect your choices but if you're curious about what this episode is about then i welcome you into my space okay so welcome (laughs) Was that TMI? Was that too much information? Um, I hope not. All right. So yesterday, uh, I started my somatic EMDR class. And I have to tell you, I had a lot of reservations signing up for this class. Even though like for months and months and months, I've been so curious about EMDR. And I've been wanting to learn more about it. And I'm given this opportunity to take this class. And yet I was still a little nervous. And when I logged on to my class last night, and I have to be honest with you, I wasn't super excited. But once I logged on and sat down with my pen and paper, I just felt this whoosh of the spirit just filling me with so much love and gratitude and excitement. And I knew then and there I was in the right place, doing the right thing, learning what I need to learn so that I can offer it to you, so that I can add another tool in my my toolbox of healing and helping you to process whatever you want to process and to help you to find greater abundance in various aspects of your life. So I'm so excited to be part of this program, to get certified, and then to offer it to the world. All right, so that's that's another thing that's kind of going on in my world. But anyway, what is this episode going to be about? I have titled it Embodiment, Top Down, Bottom Up, and Sideways. And what does that all mean? Now, as I'm going to talk to you about what embodiment is, I'm going to do the very best I can to not make it sound too technical so that it just makes sense for where you are at. And and the idea that that embodiment is something that we do all the time, but we don't recognize it, is actually quite fascinating. And so as I'm describing and explaining to you what it is, I just want you to kind of think back of various experiences in the past 
and how you're processing that on the different levels. I was talking to a good friend of mine about my certification, my first one, about integrative somatic therapy treatments and being certified to be trauma-informed. And she asked the question, what is embodiment? Because I told her that I am a trauma-informed embodiment coach. And she's like, what is embodiment? And I was like, you know what? That's a really good question. And I should really answer that on a podcast episode because probably you're asking the same thing too, right? And if you're not, then awesome. Then you know about this. But if you don't know what it is, then I hope that what I am about to offer to you and share with you will give you a desire to expand your awareness of the body that God has created for you and me and for every single person upon this earth. And that it is such a miracle what our bodies can sense internally and externally. And that it is all used for our benefit to understand ourselves in a greater capacity and to understand others with deeper compassion. All right. So the science of embodiment, what is it? And this is the work of Alan Fogel. And this is how he describes it or actually defines it. And so it's going to sound a little wordy. I'm just, just warning. Yeah. But it is a combined experience of sensations, emotions, movement impulses in the moment as related to historical events. It is interlinked with the environment and with the people we are with. Okay, so I'm going to read it again, and then I'm going to just dissect it a little bit. It is a combined experience of sensations, emotions, movement impulses in the moment as related to historical events, interlinked with the environment and with the people that we are with. And so basically, there is this relationship between what is going on outside of ourselves, our environment, the people that we are with, and then what is going on inside of ourselves and that it is all part of what they call an integration of sensory feedback and there's three levels of sensory feedback in other words there is this exchange so when we when you think about a feedback okay when you ask for feedback from someone you're going to ask them what they think feel perceive about what you just did and then you can you can give your feedback to that feedback. And there is this exchange. And so this exchange is very similar to what is going on biologically. And so the first level is called exteroception. It's our senses. It's what we taste. It's what we hear, what we smell, what we see, what we touch. And all of this we take in and we give it meaning. The next one is interoception. It's our internal state. And for those in the polyvagal theory, we call it neuroception. Okay, what's going on in your nervous system? Where are you in your nervous system? And I'm going to do another episode about the nervous system and the different states you can be in as it relates to your nervous system and tell you about what it looks like to map your nervous system. So your internal state is what is going on inside. So for instance, when you taste a new dish that you've never tasted before, And it's bitter and you don't really like it. I remember the first time I had, oh, what is that called again now? Rhubarb. You guys all know what rhubarb is, right? If you don't, I don't think you're missing out on anything. But I remember the first time I had rhubarb and I was told it was going to be bitter. But I'm like, it's fine. I've been in lots of crazy stuff. I'm Korean. And so I tried it and it was so bitter and so 
sourish that I couldn't I couldn't eat it anymore. Like I had to throw it away. And my neighbor was was laughing at me because I couldn't handle it. And so what was the meaning that I was making within myself? I was thinking, who would ever grow something like this in their garden? And what do you even do with it, right? And so granted, you probably think of rhubarb pie. I've never had rhubarb pie, but I would be willing to try it. So <laughs> if you have a great recipe for rhubarb pie, send it to me. I will try it. And and I won't make any guarantees, but I will definitely try it. But I was making like internal meaning about the sensory that I had experienced from eating this rhubarb. And then the third sensory feedback is proprioception. It is self in space. And it is us as it relates to the environment. It's me in this carpool lane. It's you at your kid's assembly or words. It is you at church. It's you and and someone that you are struggling to relate to. So it is you and the environment. And so all of these experiences, the interoception, the exteroception, it's a proprioception, all builds on and is part of our embodiment experience. And so what does it mean when I am a trauma-informed embodiment coach. It means that I get to observe you, what's going on outside of you, what's going on inside of you, and then perceiving your environment and bringing that all in the coaching call because they all matter in your experience, especially when you are sharing a really hard experience that was very triggering. And that because they all matter, we all want to, I want to bring that into light and bring it to a mind-body awareness. And as you begin to make these connections of what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your body, and making these connections, you are building what we call the felt sense. Or another way that they use it is called bodyfulness. So instead of mindfulness, it's bodyfulness. It is what is going on inside the body and watching it as if you are a witness. And to be able to have this ability to observe it moment to moment. And why is this important? Because our natural, our natural inclination is that when something triggering happens, we're going to react in some way mentally, physically, emotionally, and maybe even spiritually. And then we act with no awareness, no slowing down. And now here comes the top down, the bottom up, and the sideways principles. Top down is when our minds has a story, a belief, and a thought. And that what we think is going to affect how we are think how we are feeling inside our body. Are we going to be angry? Are we going to be stressed, sad, anxious, resentful, confused? And then 
What bottom up is, is that our nervous system reacting to that triggering situation. And it affects how we are thinking, how the meaning that we are making because of another person's behavior. That that person doesn't care about me. That person doesn't like me. I'm not important. Why am I even doing this? And then the sideways is also our ability to witness what is going on from top down and bottom up. And so all of these these elements of experience is embodiment. And so I want you to think back on experience that was very triggering for you. And if you could write out this circumstance in two sentences or less, what would it be? How would you write it down? And I just want you to take a moment to write it down somewhere. And then I want to ask you, what did it feel like? What was the emotion, the immediate emotion? And then I want you to write that down. Now, and when I say that, say what was emotion, I want you to just really constrain yourself to one word. Was it sadness? Was it anger? Was it surprise? Was it frustration? Was it was it defeat? Was it shame? Was it guilt? And then the next question, why were you feeling those feelings? Because when you answer the why to that emotion, it's really going to reveal to you the meaning that you were putting on that circumstance. And so this is an example of you perceiving what is going on outside of you, proprioception, what you're feeling, interoception, and what you are watching and observing, exteroception. Maybe it wasn't so much the word that the person said, but maybe it was their facial expression. Maybe it was their body motion. Maybe they stood, stood away from you. Maybe they stepped back. Maybe they were hunched over. Maybe they weren't looking at you straight on. In other words, they were avoiding your gaze. And all of those come into play and we're processing all of it. We're pretty complex human beings. It's amazing and it can be, it can be a lot. It really can be. And I want to give you permission to, to just stay in that process that it can feel a lot. And it's okay that Building up this mind-body awareness can seem overwhelming at first. But as you begin to slow down and to be able to tease out, okay, my exteroception, what were the outside senses of the situation? The interoception, what was going on inside? What was I feeling? What were my sensations, my tensions? Was my breathing heavy? Was it light? Proprioception, what was going on around me? Then you get to slow down that circumstance and begin to bring in greater awareness. And as you begin to build this greater mind-body awareness, you're building the felt sense. When you are slowing down to become more aware of what is going on with you, you can also 
begin to be aware of what is going on with the person that you are interacting with. So that is basically it in a nutshell. So now going back to the definition again here, and you're probably hearing like my paper rustle. I'm just going to be also very transparent about that because <laughs> I've got all my notes here. <laughs> But again, going back to the beginning of, of the science of embodiment, what is embodiment? The combined experience of sensations, emotions, movement impulses in the moment as it relates to historical events. In other words, circumstances, situations. And it's interlinked with the environment and with the people we are with. So I bet now that I am again, repeating this definition, it probably makes a little bit more sense what embodiment is. It is a com combination of all of our ability to sense what is before us internally, externally, within our five senses. And to be able to, to track that moment to moment as it relates to our circumstances. And that all of that is interlinked with our environment. And the environment, definitely family of origin from the past and then bringing it to the present. And the people we are with. And even with the people that we are not with. And so I hope that you will take this exercise to heart about writing down a circumstance or situation that, that was triggering, that caused a trauma response. And then how did it feel? And why were you feeling that feeling? Which is going to reveal to you the meaning that you're making. And then to track what was going on internally, my interoception. What was going on externally with my senses, the exteroception. Did I notice something with my eyes? Did I hear something? Did I feel something? Did I taste something? And then proprioception, your environment. Was it a public place? Was it a private place? Was it with someone else that you loved or that you are struggling with? And to be able to, to map this out in various circumstances that you have been experiencing and to see if you can start to really hone in your mind-body awareness. All right, that's what I have for you today. I will talk to you next time. If you have any questions, please email me or you can DM me on Instagram. And if you have any further further questions or, or things that you want to know more about, I would love to hear from you. And if you haven't already hit the subscribe button to this podcast, I invite you to do so. Because I'm thinking that if you've listened to it this far, I haven't offended you with all my transparencies from the beginning. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you again. Bye. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this podcast today. And if you are an LDS woman going through separation and divorce, I invite you to my free women's group called Women at the Well. And you can find the link in the show notes. And here, we harness our discipleship by asking and receiving personal revelation, seeing and recognizing the power of God through everyday miracles, and to walk the covenant path through a greater conversion with Jesus Christ.